There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Yo. Yo. Uh, we're here. Yeah, let's boulderly go. <laughs> Where no boulder has gone before. Where no boulder has gone before. Actually, I think the boulders have gone. The, the boulders have kind of been there. The boulders have been there, <laughs> but the boulders have not been found, founded. Yet. Finded? Well, now they've been founded. Okay. How about found? Nah. I wanted <laughs> to make up my own words, kind of like go rogue here. Okay. Off the rails. Okay, we got a lot to unpack on this episode. Yes. Um, we have swamp stuff. We've got Smith's Cove stuff. We've got something sad with the removing of the coffer dam. Oh, right. When you said something sad, I expected it to be like, I don't know, related to human like sadness mm. but I yeah the coffer dam is definitely very sad yeah well well i don't think the coffer dam itself is sad because it's an inanimate object but it is sad to see its part yeah well one thing we have um that is a sad reminder of something that happened last year um a few days ago is the one year anniversary of dan blinkenship's passing oh yeah well i mean hey i know that's sad and but i mean we can still celebrate the man yeah damn the man the myth the legend that's basically there's what he no is, myth right? in that man he's the legend he is mm -hmm. so i just uh you know that's something you could potentially be sad about but i mean there's a lot to be happy about too like we had an awesome episode of the curse of oak island right yeah it I was think, fun yeah it well, yes, and we boulderly went. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we boulderly went to the swamp and yeah. Mari Vineyards and the Uplands and Lot 21 and the War Room. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about Mari Vineyard. That yeah. was uh, interesting. We've been there before on the show. I was like, we have not been there before. No, but the show has been there. Yeah, done a little visiting, if mm -hmm. you will. <laughs> yeah, a field like trip. A field trip. That's what you like to call them, field trips. Everybody this, calls them field trips. This wasn't Don't necessarily. Act like I made it up. This wasn't necessarily a field trip, though. No, he was just he was just working, there, like you know, no, doing that's his like, thing. That's like where he lives. I'm sure he lives in that Templar. Uh, yeah, man he cave lives down in there. the cellar. That's yeah. it. It's like a Templar man cave, right? <laughs> sure. All you see is that Templar cross on the on the ground in that room, but you know, around the corner, there's like a pinball machine. There's like a big TV sofa, right? Sure. <laughs> okay, so let's boldly go to our next section. Okay, so where do you want to start? Well, they start in the swamp. Should we just start in the swamp? Let's start in the swamp. Okay. So at the beginning of the episode, we had Rick and Dr. Spooner arriving. Uh -huh. uh, they came over in an SUV and they show up at the swamp, right? Yes. They came over in an SUV. Yeah. They had like a black SUV, tinted windows. You know, I'm sure there was like government people in the back, like, you know. <laughs> it's just a really weird play-by-play. -play. <laughs> they drive up in a SUV, very dark. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, so mm -hmm. thanks. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, so they show up in their SUV. Mm -hmm. Uh Gary and Steve and Billy already out there. Well, because come on, those are some workers, you know. Yeah, and they we know stop. Billy's like half an hour early everywhere. 
Yeah, so he was there before Steve and before Gary. Yeah, he probably dragged him out of bed and said, let's go. Yeah. Well, he's probably got the key to the causeway, right? Wow, that feels like an ancient artifact that must be added. <laughs> the key to the causeway. So I'm, I'm betting Billy has the key to the causeway. He uh -huh. opens it up every morning to allow the rest of everybody to follow. Following the leader. Following the Billy, the Billy, <laughs> the Billy. Because he's got the key to the causeway wherever he may go. Tito. Tito. Okay. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Yeah. You're getting us off. I really like this ancient artifact. It's an ancient artifact from two years ago. Yeah. Whatever. All right. So Rick shows Dr. Spooner the large boulders that were found at the eye of the swamp. Yes. That appear to be on top of something that looks like the paved stone area. Correct. So does that. <clears throat> Does that paved stone area continue all the way from where, you know, they had the original uh, dig uh -huh. uh, all the way up paved. to the eye? Mm -hmm. It seems um, like it. I say yes. Mm -hmm. And I say yes. Yeah. That's about it. I, I'm i looking at my note here, kind of laughing at myself. What it it says, Dr. Spooner pulls out a stick. <laughs> he did pull out a stick. <laughs> I like, apparently, I thought that was very important. So he pulls out a stick and says, it doesn't look much different from the other paved area. Mm -hmm. And then Laird trots up. Well, I don't know if he trotted, but he well, at least perhaps walked. he did. Maybe he did if he was like on a horse. Mm hmm. Do, 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 do. Here comes Laird. <laughs> and he was just kind of agreeing with Dr. Spooner about it being very similar, right? And mm -hmm. they neither of them could really think of a reason why it would be this way with the material over it. Because it looked like the swamp material kind of came in quickly, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 Well, quickly in geological terms. Okay. Yeah, that's true. The, we're talking relative here. Yeah. Like quickly, you know, hundreds of years rather than the thousands upon thousands of years it would take to get. It would take wood. Yeah. Like a woodchuck could chuck wood. Almost exactly like that. Yes. <laughs> what if, what if woodchucks put the stick in the stones for Dr. Spooner to pull out? <laughs> I'm so, I apparently I am still rather tired because I it's am early. on some weird tangents it's early. this morning. That's Woodchucks fine. and hey, I started with the key to the cove, right? Key to the cove, key to the causeway. You don't even know the what you My started bad. with. My bad. <laughs> it's early. It's fine. All right. Okay. Okay. So, um, Back yeah, on track. Laird has a chat with Doctor Spooner, and something that he said was that it doesn't look dissimilar to filled-in cellars that he's observed. Uh, you know, and he, Dr. Spooner responded by saying he can't find a natural process that would, uh, lead to this stratigraphy. I don't uh, even know what that means. Did you get the dictionary? No, but I can imagine what it means. Stratigraphy. Yeah. I don't think I'm even saying it right. Maybe, maybe that's like, um, Dr. Speak for dirt. Filled in, sure. For filled in dirt. Yeah, you know, I should have looked it up, but I just didn't. I just forgot. I was going to avoid that word altogether. I liked the word, so I thought we should look it. You know, what? I'm going to look it up right now. Are you really? On the spot. <laughs> let's look. Let's get the full, real definition. Oh man! It in case anybody else cares. Yeah. So it is. Uh, it's the branch of geology concerned with the order and 
relative position of strat, uh, strata and their relationship to the ge geological time scale. So now you understand that. Did you just say the order? The order. Yes. Okay. The order of Oak Island. Or Confirmed. the odor. Odor. Order. <laughs> I guess there's odor in the swamp too. Mm. Order of Stenegra. Stratigraphy. <laughs> of the S. Oh my gosh. All right. It says the analysis of the order and position of layers of archaeological remains. That's probably the analysis more. of the order. That's what that means. He's analyzing the order. The Check. order of got Oak it. Island. I, yes. I feel like I've got it all. Uh, I couldn't let that word there. go. Okay? I, apparently, I can't either. Okay. Okay. And he also suggests pulling off kind of that top layer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then Rick says, Billy, we need that top layer. And removed. Billy's like, <laughs> on it. Yeah. Well, duh. Right. Well, duh. Because who, who digs Oak Island? Billy. Mm -hmm. Billy's the man. Rick finds that this stuff is like he he says this stuff is kind of weird, but mm -hmm. the truth is all that matters. Yeah, weird or not. Well, he is the warden of truth. He is the warden so. of truth, and he does render an opinion of what truth is. He, I feel like since we put that on his card, mm -hmm. he render he says render an opinion or like renders something quite the, often. Okay, the reason that. I wrote that on the back of his card is because he said it so often. I know, it's not but because he doesn't say it because it's on the card. No, the card was made well after all this was recorded. Okay? I'm just I notice it now. Okay, cool. That, that's all I got. Cool. Okay, uh, what else do we have from from the swamp? From swamp. Sorry, my notes are a little catty. Um, there's a lot, here. but I mean, let's. I think we uh, will need to come back to it after we talk about some of this other stuff anyway. Okay. So next up, what happened was we had your field trip to Mari Vineyard, even though it yes. wasn't a field trip because he was just there. A teleconference to Mari Vineyards. Mm -hmm. And I accidentally wrote Mary Vineyards in my notes. Come on. Have you not been looking at Marty's shirt for like four or five years now? Where I know. It says, clearly says Mari Vineyard on uh, it. Duh. Okay. I just wrote it wrong. If I did go back and fix it. Okay, good for you. All right. So Marty does video conference with Mark Monahan from Irving Equipment Limited. Yes. Right? Yes. Marty explains what they're uh what's been going on on Oak Island and tells Mark that their permit is expiring in a month. Uh-huh. And it will require the coffer dam to be removed from Smith's Cove. Sad. Yeah, they're gonna have to backfill in beyond the coffer dam. I look once more just around the coffer dam. Yeah, I don't know. That's a throwback a little bit for anybody that's uh, listened to us for a while. Um, yeah. But it's sad. <laughs> that means permit time. It's come to an end. It is. And but they need a lot of time to get this all done. You know right? what I suspect, though? I suspect what? next year it's going to be another coffer dam that's uh, 50 to 100 feet further out. How about that? Well, we already have the bump out at 50. Mm -hmm. And remember them asking Dan Blankenship. He's like, oh, I would have gone out, you know. What do you say? Another 100 feet? I thought he said 50 feet. 50 feet. Well, at 50, you know, obviously they found more. Mm -hmm. And later in the episode, we heard Rick say that it was very sad that this was all ending. But we're not done with Smith's Cove. Mm-hmm. So we've we've done learning, we've done bump outs. I'm with you. I think there's a another coffer dam. Bigger one. 
Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Who knows? Yeah, because I, I, I can't uh, see the future. Dang, I need my magic eight ball right now. Oh yeah, that was a discussion we had on our pregame live stream. Everybody, yes. if you ha if you're not tuning into that every week, you're missing out. Oh yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that. Yeah, DJ went on to the spiel about wanting a magic eight ball for all of uh, the decisions on Oak Island. I'm like. No, for and so that we could have a magic eight ball session when oh, we're chatting well, with our fans. Yeah, and we can ask I mean. it predictions on the show. Okay. I do think though, maybe they should for like a week use only the magic eight ball to make to decisions on the island. Yeah. Mm. What Who'd if we in just charge of that? Let oh we have to send it to Scott. Yeah. Okay. Right, because Scott's in charge. He's Everybody says that Scott's in charge. And he coordinates everybody and he's the boss on the island. So okay. if we send him a magic eight ball, he can just be like, Laird, you're, should you. Should you finally go back to um, uh, Samuel Ball's cellar and do a dig there and show everybody. Right. Cause <laughs> yes. that's just, that's one of the things that you've been stuck on for a couple of years now that yes. they went to Samuel Ball's, uh, you know, the lot that he owned in the cellar and that they were going to dig it and then they never showed it again. Well, yeah, because they found all those rocks and those pieces of pottery and I need closure. But Here's what closure. if the magic eight ball says no? Well, then they'll move on. <laughs> that's, that's your only chance. That's my only closure. <laughs> and that's your only chance and they'll never come back to it. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take so, whatever I can get. Yeah, if you want to come to our live streams that we do pre-game for the curse of oak island it's an hour before the show starts we do like about almost an hour of just chatting about what the next episode is going to be it's mm -hmm. like uh really informal and we chat with the chat yeah, room and we stuff, spend a so. lot of time talking with those like you said in the chat yeah apparently we just have a real good group that shows up a bunch mm -hmm. of regulars you know who you are you guys are awesome <laughs> and uh yeah i mean we, we welcome more regulars it's a lot of fun all right so what else did they talk about when Marty was doing his video conference at Mari Vineyard. Well, I thought it was interesting that when he was talking to Mark, he's like, y'all invested over there, right? <laughs> at, you know, huh, huh, huh? He's like, yes, we're all very invested here. Do you think Mark Irving. was thinking in the back of his mind, oh my gosh, I just want to be done with this place. No, he didn't quite look like, he didn't have that face. I know, I'm just kidding. Like, I There's know what that chance. face looks like. Especially people that are, like, because uh, Irving Equipment's uh, based, I think, in New Brunswick. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's not far from Nova Scotia. And, you know, come on. They grew up hearing about Oak Island. They're of all invested they in it. They love, they love Oak Island. Yeah. Like, Everybody wants to figure out what's going on there and get some answers. Well, no doubt, yo. So yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, we're invested. And he's like, hey, hey, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Guess like what? Like a wink, wink, nudge, yeah. nudge kind of thing. Wink, yeah. wink, nudge, nudge. So in the uplands, this area over here, we, we found some interesting stuff. And then all of a sudden, I feel like this conversation goes to, oh, great. We only have like two days to be done yeah yikesos yikes yeah i mean that's when reality hit the viewers but they already they were already expecting this mm -hmm. you know like they they were well prepared they knew what they had what they could do and couldn't do you know well yeah of course but it it's still with everything going on especially with the hurricane and all that fun fun stuff all that stuff 
I'm sure what they had planned for the year, which was already a lot, was a little, you know, a little shook up. So maybe they didn't get to spend as much time there as they had wanted. And it sneaks up on you pretty quickly. And bam, all of a sudden you only have two days and you need to be like, Billy, dig a hole as deep as you can go right here. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what we cut to next. All I can think of is I'm all shook up. Dun, dun, dun. No, no, that's my yeah, 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 um, yeah, Billy, dig, dig now. It's almost like that, Maddie Blake. Remember, uh, last year when they had the seismic anomaly, uh, that he that they went to, um, <laughs> they went to, uh, uh did, did they go to Eagle Canada? Eagle Canada, yeah. and and Maddie Blake's like, drill or dig now, dig here now. I think he just said, dig now, oh, dig now, yeah, and uh, you know, that Billy, like, that's what that's this what is Billy saying does. to Billy, dig now, 50 feet, go. Let's see what we can find. Yeah, well, yeah, well, we okay. Let's kind of talk about that. We cut over to the uplands, and we have Rick is talking to Billy naturally. Yeah. And yes, why does Rick get to call Billy Bill? Hmm. His name's Billy. Well, you know what? He's close. They're close. He could. I'm sure. If you're I'm close, sure, you get to drop the Y. I'm sure Billy has given him the thumbs up. Okay. Okay. If he's offended, he'd be like, dude. My name's Billy. Stop. It's not William. You... It's not Bill. It's Billy. <laughs> it's somewhere. I was gonna say, I bet you nobody calls him William unless it's like an award or something. <laughs> I was just thinking, what if somebody went and called him Willie? Do <laughs> 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 you think he'd be super offended? He'd be like, what? He's like, I am not a Willie. <laughs> a Willie? <laughs> yeah, if he <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was going to say, like, if you went to, over to the cave and tripped and fell in. Okay, you're done. <laughs> Nobody's calling anybody wet willy. Willy. <laughs> <laughs> wet willy. If you fell into the cave and fit. Okay, oh my gosh, you're okay, done. done. You're done. <laughs> Billy's my hero. Oh, my. He's not a willy. I know. That's what I'm saying. He's not a willy. He's, a, he's not a willy. He's not a bill. He's not. Unless you're really close to him, then you call him Bill, I guess. Okay. Apparently. Leave, uh, leave it alone. You're the one that went on Willie. Like, wow, maybe we should not do podcasts in the morning because we are off the rails. It's fine. Okay. Rick and Billy mm -hmm. talk about going as low as they can go. Yeah. And then Rick, he, he proceeds to start doing that. Mm -hmm. Rick positions himself so that he can be kind of Billy's eyes. Yeah, because yeah. when you have an arm that long... I don't think they were using the super long arm at that point, remember? No, but, you know, he switches over. You gotta get the hole started. Yeah. You don't start with the giant, like... I know, but Rick's just there to be eyes, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's eyeing it up, yo. Yeah. I have in my notes, uh, the wall of the hole appears to have boards in it, and... Uh, Rick uh, wants to know if it's like a wall mm -hmm. or if it's just like the imprint. Yeah, the imprint of something or what. And mm -hmm. I guess they confirmed that there is like a some sort of structure there with boards all over it. So, yeah, it kind of becomes a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And then Terry joined them. Yep. And he recommend what they do, uh, what to do next. And they come up with a game plan mm -hmm. and they need to know if these boards are original or searcher. Could it be? Dun, dun, dun. That's the story of their lives, though. It is. But Terry, 
he gets super excited. Oh my gosh, he's all in about this. It was really good to see Terry. It was. I was missing him. All right, so you know the whole stratigraphy conversation we had earlier. Yes. So that's a geologic term. Like, where was Terry? Like, I mean, I'm sure he comes. I'm sure after... he was nearby. Yeah, I know. But like, when they throw out these geological terms, man, I'm hoping they get some input from Terry. Yeah. But I mean, okay. But I mean, people can talk geological stuff, and you know, he just happened to the not be swamp doctor fine. does geo stuff <laughs> he too, does. so he can he's a geoscientist, right? Yeah, he can throw yeah. out all the geoscientific terms because he's a doctor of science. I know. I'm just oh, wait, happy. I was happy to see doctor of swamp. <laughs> it's a swamp doctor, yo. All right, <laughs> but I was science. I was excited to see Terry because uh -huh. we haven't seen him in a few episodes. I know it was so. exciting. He always has a good Terryism or two for us. Mm. What was your favorite one from this season? Oh, from this season? Mm -hmm. Probably Hello, Dolly. I was just going to say Hello, Dolly. That's, yeah. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. <laughs> Hello, Dolly. <laughs> well, look at this, boys and girls. What do we have here? <laughs> yeah, he's he's fun. I like Terry a lot. Um, yeah, so you want to talk more about Terry's antics in the uplands? Yeah, let's go ahead and dive deeper into the uplands. <laughs> okay. See what so, I did there? Because we dug a deep hole. My next section of my notes for mm -hmm. uplands, it says Billy is digging. That's the first. Well, that's, naturally. That's the first note. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Billy pulls up a large beam. He does. And Terry just picks it up. It's like this giant log. Right? Okay. So he and he not he doesn't just pick it up. It's like caked in all this mud, and mm -hmm. he's like hulking it out. Yeah. Yeah. My, <laughs> I saw it, and I went, Terry smash. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's just like carrying this giant log. Yeah. And then he's standing there and he goes on this whole thing about how it looks like everything from the U-shaped structure. It was, he definitely noted it was hand-hewn. Hand-hewn. And then Robert Clotworthy jumps in and says, axe cut wood. A I mean, axe. that's like the fourth time we've heard that Clotworthy moment, right? Yeah, exactly. We're kind of pro on the axe cut wood. Mm -hmm. And he talks about the pegs, that it would have been done the same way. And just the way I, all the things point to 1769. That is 1769, mm -hmm. he yells. And then he picks up another log and while he's holding the other one in his hand. And he's got like a Lincoln log situation going on. And mm -hmm. Terry's hulking out. Yeah, it's, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they found some Roman numerals on those things. Like... Because, you know, that's kind of what I suspected the Roman numerals were for. Either that or for positions of tying up boats or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. hey, you're Roman numeral number four tying up your boat. Yep. Or it could be, you know, if you're putting these pieces of wood together, number four connects to number five, right? Mm -hmm. Or so. four to four, four to five. Yeah, something like that. You know, like Ikea furniture or mm -hmm. properly labeled Lincoln logs. <laughs> I mean, it seems pretty straightforward to me. It does. Why not? But it's still, you know, if those weren't there for a purpose, it's like, why would something like that be down there? Good question. Those I are have the questions good, that often, Rick wants the answers to. I often have good questions. I ask the hard ones, like, why is that wood there? Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> like I just said, Rick wants those answers. But mm -hmm. he's standing there looking at Terry, dumbfounded. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, he's, he's like, what? total amazement like yeah. we don't get a look like that from rick very often but it's just like whoa yeah he had a lot of those looks this episode he too. Did. he's just like and he's just in the moment just like yeah. whoa yeah 
he lives the way a lot of us should like, in the uh, moment. Like, whoa. Well, like, um, gosh, what's his name? Joey Lawrence. Blossom. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, I can almost hear him saying it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think okay, we not. both How about kinda... Bill and Ted? Bill and Ted, like, Ted saying, whoa. That's probably closer. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I, okay, do you, do you hear uh, Rick saying, whoa, or whoa? Probably not the second one. Okay. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> I see Terry doing the second one. Perhaps. Okay. Well, Terry, yeah. Um, uh, then one of the coolest moments of the episode, we have Rick getting into Billy's bucket. He acts like it is the only way to make this happen. Yeah, he had to do it, and I'm glad he did. Uh, I, I know a lot of people have been worried about Rick getting in the bucket and stuff because, like, whoa, is that safe? Even like, Deidre, whoa. while we're watching it, she's like, man, he's hooked to the bucket. And I'm thinking to myself, well, yeah. No, and not, I'm. He, she wants him hooked to the arm. Of I want him Twitter. hooked to the arm because Why, it what does happens to something with the bucket? Okay, look. The when, bucket gets filled with dirt because everything's collapsing what and do you then think, it falls hey, off. What, and do you, then, what do you think weighs more? Uh, the dirt? The pressure on the bucket when he's scooping or Rick. Guarantee it's not Rick, okay? So Rick is the lightest thing that bucket's held in a long time. He is fine. There's okay. nothing happening to that guy. Well, there is if the hole's collapsing in around him. Yeah, and guess what? He's in, like, a central location. All that little dirt is just sliding straight down. It's not falling inward like it's going to okay. cover. It's not, cannot... He's not going to get buried alive, okay? okay? He's fine. Well, we see because he comes up. <laughs> But he, they're lowering him down. Billy's like, okay, you know, I'm going to lower you down, mm -hmm. let you do your thing. I mean, if I was getting a getting in bucket, it would be Billy's because it would be the safest. There and you go. See, it, is Billy going to let anything happen? I was no. going to, no, but Billy can't control the earth. That's not his superpower. Like he can't keep it from caving sure? into the hole itself. Yeah. Because you can't guarantee that it comes straight down. Okay. Okay. Sure. So safety first. I'm disagreeing with you to move on. Yeah, I know. And Terry's obviously very concerned. Terry's. Did you fine. not hear him? What do you say? He he's all very. He's like, oh, Rick. Okay, yeah, you're close enough. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And then all of a sudden, he goes, "Okay, you're coming up." Like he pulls the plug. He says, mm. "Rick, no." Yeah. I I turned off my hearing, I guess, when that was going on. You always turn off your hearing, yeah. so you can't say you just selectively turned I it just, off. I was it. just like, I was not concerned whatsoever. I know you weren't concerned. You need to be concerned okay. more often. I have it worked with some alive. heavy equipment in my past, not like Billy's heavy equipment, but like forklifts well, and naturally. stuff. I've been in these boxes or these cages that get lifted up by forklifts and put up, you know, 30 feet in the air. It doesn't, it's not that big of a deal. It's well, like that. The Okay, so... Rick wasn't in a specially designed cage or anything. That's but, what I'm saying. But people do this stuff all the time and they're fine. Okay. Anyways, Terry <laughs> says, hold the phone, pull the cord, <laughs> get up here. Pull the plug, huh? Yeah, pull the plug. So he gets them up, but then they, you know, Marty joins them and that and and Scott, and they have okay. this idea about the camera. But before you do that, I, I just want to say in my notes, I say I wrote. Billy masterfully gets Rick down to where he needs to go safely. Because i that's what I observed. I also observed Terry pacing back and forth and saying, no, get back up here. Even Terry the Hulk says no. 
Mm-hmm. Well, whatevs. You know, I think I think it was fine. I think it was a good idea. I'm glad he went and got eyes on it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. And then, and then we have this brilliant idea of GoPro, and it's like, hey, Scott, can you rig it up? And it's like, of course I can rig it up. He he's got it. Mm-hmm. But I think I actually have a lot of notes before we get to that moment. Oh, I'm sorry. Let so. go ahead and unload your notes. All right. So the following day, Marty and Craig join in on mm-hmm. the digging in that area. Okay. Uh-huh. And then we have uh, this is the the uh, Robert Clotworthy, our our narrator, mm-hmm. says that this is the last day to dig before they have to remove the coffer dam. Yes. Okay. And they're examining a beam pulled out of Billy's. Oh, <laughs> I forgot to mention earlier. I I named this Billy's hole. i was gonna go with billy's beam but i like it being terry's lincoln log okay anyways yeah so out of billy's hole well they like to name things like drayton's cross billy's wall uh we we named mike's uh, Mike's box Box earlier this year you know this is billy's hole who's digging it that's right billy okay uh and marty says that he thinks that the beam is very old Mm -hmm. says that um, that's how you made stuff a long time ago. It's either from turn of the century or original. And I'm thinking to myself, which century? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> but, a fair question because how many centuries are we dealing I with? I mean, here? is it 1500, 16, 17, 18, 19? Was this buried in 2000 by Billy as a joke? <laughs> Happy April Fool's Day. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, but so I'm thinking probably 1700 to 1800 is what he's th- thinking. You know, because that's the time around. If you could uh, read minds, that's the one you'd go with. Yeah, because that's the time that around when Danny McGinnis and his friends discovered the money pit area. Mm-hmm. Um, discovered where the tree was probably being pulled down to a spot, right? Marking the yes. area for significance. And that's why the pulley system was there. Don't know what we're talking about. Listen to our last episode. DJ yes. goes on a huge rant about surveying and stuff. And she even got like a special I message saw, afterward yeah. from... A real surveyor said, wow, you know what you're talking about. So I know let's pat you on the back for that one. I will pat me on the back. There I go. I yes. One of my rants was actually productive. And they mostly I think are. I you solved the good. money pit tree mystery. Yeah. Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, back to Billy's hole. OK. <laughs> uh, Rick confirms that uh, no workings were done this deep. And Marty orders some dendro testing from these uh, beams that are being pulled up. Yep. He, what does he fill out an order form or just command someone? I didn't know he ordered it. Step one is usually chainsaw. (laughs) Step one is, hey, Scott, can you cut this? Yeah. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Please. Yeah. Um, All right. So Marty is shocked at how similar these appear to the U-shaped structure Mm -hmm. that dated to 1769, as we're told again. Yes. Uh, They're wondering if this is the original flood tunnel. Dun, dun, dun. Could it be? Oh, man. And then Billy continues digging, Mm -hmm. struck something, wants to know if it's rock or wood. Yeah, he's not going to move the teeth Mm -hmm. because who knows? And then what happens? Marty gets all tethered up. He is tethered, yo. He wants to jump right in. So. He said he will do this and take a look, but then he points to Billy and says, but he's not digging anymore. <laughs> yeah. Safety first. Well, I think he was just saying that he's not digging anymore because the ground beneath yeah. the excavator is kind of well, looking he's, weak. What he said? He's undercutting. Looking, yeah, a that. little bit. It's like it's slowly coming back toward him, even though he's not digging in that spot. It's because, you know, gravity is making that in gravity and all. 
Oh man, well that should be a clot worthy moment, huh? It's a gravity. It's a Deidre moment. Yeah. It yeah, gravity that happened. You gotta remember how heavy this equipment is. So yeah. Um I wouldn't want to stick my head down there either, too, if I was afraid there was some undercutting and it's gonna yeah, become well, a whatchamacallit. Billy knew what was happening. Okay. He, I he, didn't say he didn't. I know, but like I'm Billy's not gonna keep digging and just tumble himself in, you know. <laughs> I'm justifying Marty's concerns yeah. and Billy's digging blind. Mm -hmm. So he's got a hell of help from those he around has, him. He has he a digger a, sense, though. He can't have like a drone hovering there all the time to see where he's digging. He could. No, they only go for like 15 to 20 minutes <laughs> like well, at a time and they then they run money. super hot yeah. and then they you kill them, which is a whole different tangent. Yeah. So on. Marty is kind of like laying down on the ground, all tethered up and says, there is a hole. There is a tunnel going that way. Or is it that way? To the left. I don't know. It's going. And he's left. excited to see it. Mm -hmm. And that's when Rick asks Scott if he can rig up a camera to the excavator to get video from the area below and Scott fixes it up. Yep. Because if there's one thing we learned, it's always have a GoPro in your pocket. Yep. So, so he I... probably had one in his pocket. He, I'm sure he cinched it right up to that. Cinched it right up. And he said, mm -hmm. Hey, who's got a flashlight? I'm on it. Clip, 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 jump on it, jump on it. And he did. And so they get a nice live feed. They mm -hmm. do all that. I saw people asking, why not send a drone in? And like what I was saying, because drones and their flight time, I mean, who knows how long they. They might have they might have uh, done that video for like just 10 or 15 okay. minutes themselves. Hold up. Let me finish. All right, go for it. They're also very delicate, mm -hmm. like and expensive mm -hmm. like for a good video drone so what they have around there with the camera crew is gonna be you know some nice high-end stuff i'm sure they have multiple battery packs etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm -hmm. but you saw the way that it was all all the dirt was falling in you get you know a little piece of <laughs> dirt in one of those propellers that thing's going Boop. down like I completely agree. I was gonna go with the same. I was gonna say that almost the same thing, not well, as elegantly as. How probably. many drones must die, <laughs> it, in order to get that shot? Or you could just. Is that part of the curse? Maybe. Seven I don't know. They must didn't crash into Billy's hole. <laughs> <laughs> then, it, that it... Is... <clears throat> then that would be the money pit. You know how expensive that is. That's yeah. a lot of drones and cameras dead. Sure. Yeah. Well, anyway, they so the GoPro does survive <clears throat> on the bucket. Yeah, and that's that's, and and it gets some really cool images. So it yeah, worked. It did it work. All right. So, um, yeah, uh, Marty explains that they're doing this with the long reach excavator, and mm -hmm. that's the easy way, but less safe. Probably going to do a bigger dig next year. Is what is my notes in here? Well, we already know that they're not done with smith's cove and like mm -hmm. you said they're trying to do it quickly if they had dug it with you know stable sides where you were kind of coming in and that was that like a conical shape it, it would have been fine not a big deal not such a safety hazard to just look at it or put someone in a bucket to go in or scale the side that's mm -hmm. just not the case here when you're running out of time and you're putting pedal to the metal, you, you've literally got hours, minutes to figure it out. You ain't got time to waste. 
That's all. You ain't got time to waste. Ain't nobody got time for that. All right. So they video mm -hmm. and they see something kind of incredible. Yeah. What do they see? What seems to maybe be a tunnel. Or a shaft, they say. Or a shaft. Been. I mean. But let's be real. That's a tunnel. That's a tunnel. It's going horizontal. Is it a flood tunnel, though? That is the question, because where's the water? No water, but, I mean, that coffer dam is blocking mm -hmm. potentially anything coming up. So, theoretically, that area could have been dry for a long time if there was water running through it. So, it may appear to be dry, but it could have been. It could have been uh, because... The coffer dam was put in, you know, two years ago. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, we will see how uh, things go. And if we'll just have to wait and see how if they have any uh, testing from wood down in that area to see how old it is. I'm excited to see if uh, it's also in the 1769 or earlier range. Earlier would probably be even better. But, you know. We gotta early is wait always better. And we'll see. Yep. So I mean, I wouldn't roll it out to be the flood tunnel, the main flood tunnel. But why is the money pit still wet with the coffer dam in place? Because you know they did the dye test last year. That was with the coffer dam in place. Mm -hmm. Well, <clears> I was you know kind of dwelling on that a little bit. And my thought would be, I mean, parts of the flood tunnels could be collapsed and then we have like pockets of dry and pockets of... or they could just be filled with rocks as, as a french drain suggests. exactly yeah so but then i questioned we had a hole earlier this season that was very wet you know it was gushing up it was squirting out from the bottom mm -hmm. and this is not squirting it's not but you know maybe maybe there's answers for that maybe you know there's always when we were answer. watching, you were like, well, there's probably just uh, a secondary flood tunnel, you know, mm -hmm. that goes south from the money pit. So it had more than one source of water getting in there in case one did get shut off. Right. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was pretty smart. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's been theorized and it's been speculated, you know. Well, theorizing and speculation. That's the name of the game here. Isn't that like one of Randall Sullivan's things, how he thinks uh, the South Shore um, had a. Uh, um another flood tunnel there so. yeah or an entrance i mean when they did the dye test that was not the one with this team there was indications potentially uh you know it coming out at different places but yeah mm -hmm. so it, it's just it's hard to say and especially since we had such little time Anywho, anywho, so we got the video and they ended up over at the war room to show everybody, right? Yep, see if we had any uh, meeting in the war rooms there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't see Scott in the war room though, and it's his video, so so yeah. it's Scott's video, it is Scott's video. Okay, he's one that rigged that sucker up, so, so they are reviewing Scott's video, yeah, discussing the, the uplands, mm -hmm. yeah, and it's, you know, it's a fairly full. Warm yeah, we room. had Marty Rick, Craig Billy, Paul, and Steve Guptill. Steve Guptill's not just a surveyor. He's like electronic equipment operator. No, Steve be... wasn't there because he wasn't running the 
uh, laptop. There's more than one war room. Yeah, I'm scene. I'm talking about the one where they discuss the uplands, and I I have Steve as present. Stand by. <laughs> anyway, Billy wasn't present for this one, and oh, yes, I feel yes. like he should have been because it was Billy's hole. But whatever. Oh, right. Okay, I see. Yes, yes, you are right. Carry on. <laughs> Come on, that's like that's something I hear every day of my life. People. Oh, give me a break! I'm always right. All right, so they look at the video taken by Billy. Mm -hmm. He explains that it's uh, or Billy is there. See, now I'm wrong. Okay, You're always I just wrong. said Billy was there. All right. Uh, he explained that this tunnel that they're looking at was about mm -hmm. thirty feet down. Right. Correct. Yeah. Marty asks what they're looking at. Is mm -hmm. it a tunnel? Is it a tunnel filled with rocks? Is it a shaft? You know, we already kind of discussed that. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what Paul described it as. And mm -hmm. then Rick and Billy note that there was a double layered wooden wall. Yeah. Or that was pretty at least interesting. What appears. It I mean, looked like it. I mean, it could have been broken that. and then fit into that shape, I guess. Because we didn't get to, we didn't get to examine it as closely as they did. No, I mean. So, who knows? But, we weren't in the war room like, look. Yeah, but there was, it, it appeared to be like two sections of wall around this thing mm -hmm. so that's pretty neat that was cool and, and we've seen other workings kind of like that around we? the uh, hmm. well all the different walls talking. billy's wall had know, a similar look it and... didn't have two walls next to each other well okay whatever. i don't know i don't know all right craig noted that the boards were different mm -hmm. with like the size of the, how wide they were yes um oh and i wrote in here steve schools everybody with his maps whoa those maps blew my mind yeah we paused it a lot on the maps like, oh yeah the first time the map popped up i pause it and then like two seconds later like they have a wider shot of the map and i pause it again i'm like oh okay well here's a better view of it and then we look at every little detail and then we press play and then uh, even a better like uh, uh -huh. view of the map comes in and we're like oh my gosh we should have just paused it here <laughs> exactly i feel like i need to print out steve's map i actually in my notes i put start seeing steve's maps at 5140 Hmm. Oh, there you go. So if you need to uh, go check it out and you want to see his maps in further, they start there. That mm -hmm. includes commercial times because that's from our DVR. DVR, yeah. So just, just in case you wanted to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were, it was really cool. Yeah, Craig noted that the position of this theoretical or not theoretical, it's there, mm -hmm. possible tunnel lined up with the U-shaped structure. Yes. That's pretty cool. Like right in the middle of it. It's like a, a nice line from the U-shaped structure all the way toward the money pit. And uh, I think one of the things on the far left side of that map was that rock monument. Mm -hmm. And so it like run right into that like, area. Right. Yeah. Right near it. Yeah. Pretty cool. And then, uh, yeah, they've got like the lines there on the map. And I noted Steve putting the everything lightened up, calculated by Craig. Mm -hmm. So I feel like. There must be a room where Craig is sent to do calculations and that's it. I feel like he's a wizard of calculations. You ever see, I've never seen the movie A Beautiful Mind, but mm -hmm. I see like a gif from it all the time mm -hmm. where I think Russell Crowe's like sitting there and like all these symbols are like mm -hmm. flashing around in his mind. That's what I uh, think of with Craig oh, yeah, doing totally. all this stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Everyone kind of is agreeing that this is likely a tunnel, not a shaft. Mm-hmm. And then depending on the dendro, the dendrochronology data, let's try to say that five times real fast. I'll pass. Uh, Marty says that there's a good chance that this is part of the flood tunnel system. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. I mean, 
I, I bet we get that information next week or the week after, right? Yeah, and Rick, <clears throat> I mean, this is what I had mentioned earlier. Rick's stating that they're not done in Smith's Cove, even though they have to pull the cofferdam. Yep, this is the time where they're suspending operations in Smith's Cove and the Uplands for the year. Mm-hmm. Kind of sad, but I mean, just how it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just kind of on that note in regards to smith's cove we do get a shot of them going out to smith's cove to talk with mike um, mike jardine from yeah. irving equipment yeah so mm-hmm. scott and rick go out there to kind of talk about the coffer dam what's going on and it it's almost like this ceremonial moment where they start you know they've got everything filled in but to see the sheets pulled and kind of evening out the water and then working their way around. And, yeah. They filled in all that area. You know, Mike's box is gone. Well, U-shaped structure is buried. You know, all that stuff is buried again. And I that mean, was U-shaped my structure question was buried, but... is do you, is it all back in the dirt and then they cover it back up? Cause they did, you know, they had it pulled out to excavate underneath. Do, do you just put all the logs in the U-shaped structure back and cover it up? They did last year. I believe that's what they did. Okay. Yeah. I was just kind of curious. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they did. I mean, it makes sense, especially since it's all been marked by Steve. And yeah. everything is pinpoint located. Or as Steve says, I, you know, he, he shoots it, right? Mm. He pew, pew. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. There you go. Yep. So Marty ended up ended that little thing saying it was a successful operation. He considers all that a success. And it was. I mean, look how much stuff they got to at least rediscover mm-hmm. and talk about and show all of us. I mean, I it agree. Was, it was great. It seemed very successful to me, at least. Yeah. Clotworthy went into like a little spiel about he doesn't do that yeah he he explained the significance of the coffer dam and the discoveries it enabled the u-shaped structure the concrete wall man we haven't heard that in a while yeah i know they're bringing up the concrete wall the slipway the stone box drains evidence for a flood tunnel drayton's cross and that was the that was the catalyst that made him do this Mm kind of big project anyway finding the cross over there so yep Good stuff. Good stuff. All the stuff. I think that kind of wraps up uh, most of the show, except for we need to go back and talk about the work done at, Mc- at the McGinnis Foundation over yeah, on Lot so 21. Lot 21, chat about uh, the war room and the laser ablation results. Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to talk um, about laser ablation first? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. So they meet up in the war room, mm-hmm. and I do have the proper people listed here this okay, time. Okay, who is there? So we have Rick, Gary, Paul, Craig, Jack, Charles, Doug, and Dave. Wow. Say that five times And John fast. Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. His name is my name, too. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, they're going to video chat with Chris McFarlane. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> about the... And lish- who is he? He is a professor of geochemistry at the University of New Brunswick. Yes, that guy. just in case everybody you know forgot exactly what he's up to over in what he's yeah, up at, to at the college he works at. That's what he's up to. <laughs> that's kind of funny. It's just what's he up to? He he ablates things with a laser. Okay, do Boom. you do that? <laughs> I do. No, you don't. Okay, I don't he have has a, a way laser. cooler job than you do. Okay? If I had a laser, I'd ablate things. Sure. Okay. Nobody give me a laser, please. Okay, <laughs> so. They get talking to him, mm-hmm. and he calls it a weird piece of lead. 
it is a weird piece of lead and that went that went that goes good with the uh, obnoxious anomaly from that last week that's right but even though they're not in the same area and they're unrelated but it's just a funny little yeah term. They, they they hold hands they go hand in hand <clears throat> yep so no hand stuff. holding right now mm-hmm. um it contains mercury and tin Yep, and he said that was really weird mm-hmm. and something he w- has never seen before and something I think, did he say he wouldn't expect to see those together? Yeah, he's yeah. saying because Jack asks, you know, Jack and I want to say Rick ask if it was like in the body of the ore mm. or if it was something that would have been added in a process later. Mm-hmm. And he goes on to explain if you're heating it up to eight, 900 degrees, the mercury would like burn off right so it would have had to have been added after the smelting process when it was cooler in order for it to still show up Mm -hmm. and it shows up all right so jack goes into a spiel of his own about um how a theorist brought up that uh sir francis bacon used mercury to preserve documents Mm -hmm. and i thought that was actually a little bit funny because last week when we had the preview for this week, mm-hmm. it was Charles bringing up the, that in the preview. Mm-hmm. And he almost said the same thing. Like, was he just repeating Jack? Um, was it like uh, somebody on site saying, oh, I like that, but I want Jack to say it. <laughs> I think it's a conversation that probably comes up fairly often. And, well, and they just kind of said it again and again. Yeah. It, and I think that happens sometimes on Oak Island. Uh, well, yeah, it's... It, when you're trying to fit the pieces together, mm-hmm. you know, not all the mercury pieces fit exactly in the same spot. Are they not mercury Lincoln logs? No, they're more <laughs> like you're trying to find the mercury corner pieces mm-hmm. and then fit all the other puzzle pieces in the middle. Mm-hmm. So at least in my theory, but yeah. So we hear about mercury Francis Bacon. We've heard that a lot. Yeah. We had a, uh... Robert Clotworthy explained kind of mm-hmm. Francis's bacon, how he fits into the Oak Island lore mm-hmm. kind of like, could he be William Shakespeare? You know, like the guy that wrote the original mm-hmm. manuscripts, you know, and that's a connection. That's one of the things people think is hidden on Oak Island. Mm-hmm. Could he have hidden, you know, he has his ties to the Templars through the Rosicrucians that he founded. Mm-hmm. And could they have the uh, holy artifacts that made their way to be hidden to Oak Island to be hidden in the money pit area, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, he mentions also about okay, so we already know about Francis Bacon and preserving things in Mercury, right? Mm-hmm. And Chris goes on to say, well, it would keep bugs mold pretty much anything away it'll kill any of that type of stuff so that it would be preserved and we see an image of a lead box and that uh, an animation i guess is a better term for Mm -hmm. that and stating that potentially this box filled with things with mercury and is that what's down there and then my mind goes to wait a second Maybe if that's the case, if it's a lead box or whatever kind of box it is and has mercury in it, is that the chapel vault? I don't know. Have we tested that's any? What, that's what that piece of parchment came out of a long time ago. This is VI, right? Yeah. So, and yeah. that so that was my first thought. And 
and then that was also whenever they mm. were doing the drilling in and then they magnetized the drill bit and got metal of some kind was anything that came out of there tested for mercury levels it's something to consider because we also see or here i guess on the next week on i believe it was the swamp that was said to have high levels of mercury mm -hmm. but when it comes to mercury i don't know either i don't know how it naturally occurs if it's a byproduct of something or where you would find it besides in a thermometer like i know there's not <laughs> thermometer trees everywhere right so <laughs> and then there's I definitely not thermometer trees everywhere i noticed uh francis bacon's a uh, large hat mm -hmm. we spoke about yeah. that would have had a lot of mercury in it you that's what so? they used a lot of mercury for uh that. that's making. why you have uh, the mad hatter mad as a hatter is a term mm -hmm. because they were they exposed spent... to too much mercury yeah yeah and maybe it's that's maybe that's a folklore. Maybe they didn't use as much mercury as I said, but I, I get a feeling that's why they went mad. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was just another tangent I had. Well, before you wrap up on uh, Francis Bacon, uh, oh, I wasn't wrapped. But carry okay, on. well, we have um, oh, what's his name? Kevin Burns, the guy mm -hmm. that's the. Uh, executive producer like the head honcho over yeah. at prometheus entertainment he had said on in a facebook post that they're going to do another drilling down episode that's focused on francis bacon that's right you know and they're going to do another one about the founding fathers before the season is over so mm -hmm. that's you know in the next few weeks we're going to see a lot more about francis bacon yeah so they didn't bring him up for no reason here no no they're exactly laying the groundwork paving the path well, and then they go on to ask him, uh, by him, I mean, Chris. Uh, McFarlane? Yeah, where mm -hmm. the lead came from. Mm -hmm. And they're very pleased with the results. Yeah, because it's like Greece. Yeah. Slash Greece, Turkey. Cy Cyprus, Cyprus. Yep. Turkey. Mm -hmm. And Gary's like, yeah. Gary had a twinkle in his eye. Yeah, and he was... I wouldn't call it a gold dance, maybe a mercury dance. I guess. And he was like... Who do we know that hung out around there? Templar, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so he's pretty stoked. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, Jack said it could be a friend of the cross. Yeah, that's a little bit of a reach, Jack, but sure. Maybe, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, Rick noted that uh, there that area was very Templar-influenced. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But there's a lot of areas Templar-influenced or they're people like them mm -hmm. like, whether it be masons or rosicrucians or um the knight's baronet or you know I, there's a lot of those hanging around lots a lot of, of possibilities places. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean if you think about it that's a that's a lot yeah i was happy to see they still have a good relationship with dr mcfarlane yeah and they were able to uh you know get the laser ablation they needed and mm -hmm. um they didn't have to go into the office this time. They just were like, yeah, let's let's phone let's it in. <laughs> let's chat. Yeah. Let's phone a friend. Yeah, phone a friend. So yeah, cool. I, I, I like that they have all these connections to all these cool like technologies that they're getting some answers from. So yep. Yay. Yay. All right now, McGinnis Foundation. Should yep. we chat about Lot that? 21. All right. So when they open up and the at the McGinnis Foundation, the first scene there, they had Alex and Peter like uh pulled up in their SUV. 
right? Their dark tinted SUV dark -tinted. with their uh, high security. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, and they joined Laird and mm -hmm. conservator Kelly Barasa mm -hmm. uh, in an archaeological dig at the McGinnis Foundation. Correct. So who is Kelly Barasa? So, you remember Kelly? Yeah, I remember him because we have visited him before mm -hmm. on a field trip. Yeah. Um, what did he do? And he's come to the island. Mm-hmm. He's taken a look at what looked to be like that starburst button mm -hmm. and then also the the brooch that had the, the point. It, it theoretically looked like a appeal to heaven yeah. symbol, yes. like the flag, That's like the what fern or whatever, like a tree, fern. Um, Nautical, potentially. Yeah, some, you know, the brooch that yes. uh, Gary and Charles found. I can So he cleaned it up. Mm-hmm. He and conserves things he like that's, it. <laughs> that's his jam. He his you know jam. knows how to clean it up, how to deal with these types of things. Yeah. So we had him earlier in this season. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe that's another hint at well, probably not because he's just probably there to work with Laird. But yeah, because I, I mentioned just a moment ago that Kevin Burns said that there's also going to be a founding fathers mm -hmm. uh, drilling down. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know bringing him back into like just so that we see him mm -hmm. and remember you know like we you and i we can remember that he did an analysis on that brooch mm -hmm. and that brooch had a tie perhaps mm -hmm. you know may not it hasn't been proven but it could have a tie to this theory um from remember court yeah uh lindall that um his theory about the founding fathers uh knowing about oak island and getting uh perhaps Funding the the Revolutionary War mm -hmm. with part of you know Oak Island's treasure or whatever, mm -hmm. theoretically. Yeah, and I get a feeling that Kelly and Laird have worked together several times. For, yeah, I get that feeling too for a long time. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to see you know him bring in a fellow teammate, mm -hmm. and they're working in three by three foot grids called test pits. Test pits, mm -hmm. and so that was a new. Um, for me, I hadn't heard that before, but that oh, makes I was sense. pretty sure they said it last week, but you know, blah blah blah. <laughs> My name's Dustin, I always have to be right, <laughs> even when I'm wrong. It's hard, anyways. It's difficult test pits, and Alex, Kelly's sifting, yes. And Alex and Peter are like, Hey, what's up? Find anything? Mm -hmm. And that Laird shows them a feature mm -hmm. that they found mm -hmm. and explains, Luckily, on this site, we do have it, you know, it's been well photographed. So we've kind of got some stuff to work off of, which I assume in archaeology isn't very common. You probably don't have photographs of a lot of sites. You're just looking at what appears to be natural features or whatever it is. So, yeah, not not recent uh, history sites. You know, mm -hmm. you, you, it, like like you said, you wouldn't have photographs of like the ancient sites. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. But I mean, I, I bet they do a lot of archaeology work from all through the 1800s and mm -hmm. to early 1900s. And, you know, during that period of time, you might have photographs. So Naturally. it might not be something that they're super unfamiliar with or like mm -hmm. something they don't have in their pocket all the time. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And then what he says is, OK, yeah, he finds a feature and it looks to be the foundation of like that smaller building, mm -hmm. like a shed or something i'm trying to think of yeah it looked i don't like a think shed. it's an outhouse <laughs> no that house was out back back behind uh Laird that's there. right i was like oh look <laughs> you, you, you see that video of laird in the outhouse yes i did i was like hmm that's yeah. special i think uh 
was it Scott that shared that? Probably. I think Scott shared that with Laird or something. Mm -hmm. And somebody had a, yeah, go to Laird's Facebook page and look for it. That's all we'll say. <laughs> Pretty funny. Oh, uh, they're funny. Those guys razz each other online. Oh, they do. It's, it's totally worth it. Anytime I see something pop up in a group and it looks like it could be that, I'm first to read the comments, I swear. Because the comments are good. You know they're just like picking on each other back mm -hmm. and forth, and mm -hmm. it's funny stuff. It's good stuff. Gives me a good chuckle. Deidre says, oh, gosh, you got to see this. You got to see this. Yeah. This is funny. Yeah, so he shows in the photo, going back to the McGinnis yes. Foundation, and you can clearly see that off the side of the house was like the shed or whatever, and that's what Laird thinks they found. Mm -hmm. Cool. Makes sense. It sounds like based off of where the regular foundation for the house is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so that was kind of the end of that little segment of the show. But they do come back to the lot twenty-one to talk to Laird again. And Craig, okay. wait, before we went to that, Ooh, there was I kind of there was this little moment that I really liked What's that, that felt like a tagline. Alex says he will keep his fingers crossed, and Laird says they will get their trowels in the ground. And I feel like get your trowels in the ground or trowels down is like a archaeologist um tagline like something they'd have on the back of their like i don't know biker jackets or whatever like <laughs> their sticker? club jackets how about bumper sticker i feel like they're more of a letterman jacket kind mm. of person trials down trials or if down. they were, if they had their own secret society it would be the trials down or something like that i was like yeah oh, i like that trials <laughs> in the ground yo Okay, that's all I had. All right. So I had, <laughs> I had I got Craig and Rick show up to check in with Laird. Yes, because he apparently called. Mm -hmm. Laird shows them what he believes to be a trap door in the, the cellar area. And he explains why, because yeah. he thinks that dirt would be. He would expect to see some kind of steps or mm -hmm. something, but there was none. Mm -hmm. And he expect he he suspects that that's because it was a trap door. Yeah. And the way the natural dirt was kind of coming in. Mm -hmm. And he's saying it also looks bigger than what they initially yeah. thought well robert clotworthy was all like trapdoor right well my first <laughs> thought with a trapdoor i'm like does he mean like a trapdoor trapdoor or is this like you know in the wizard of oz and the witches the pulled. tornadoes coming and you're like trying to get into the cellar oh, that's okay. got the doors mm -hmm. You know, so you don't get whisked away. Sure. What about or it? any old time movies like that with the yeah. doors that open and close? That was my first. I was like, is that the trap kind of trap door he means, or does he mean so. like super secret tunnel trap? Door? I think he means. I think that trap door would probably be on, uh, or that that cellar door that mm -hmm. you're thinking of from mm -hmm. like Wizard of Oz. That probably is something similar to what they had that led down into that cellar. Mm -hmm. But then this is like on the inside of yeah the on the inside another passage or whatever mm -hmm. that could have been hidden and it could have been filled with treasure as Cl robert clotworthy speculated mm -hmm. it could also be you know for all the cabbage and <laughs> or could it, yeah it could have just been something it, completely innocent yeah it could be just a second seller mm -hmm. but i also thought trap door mm -hmm. someone Trapdoor to me says someone's got to fall through it and <laughs> walk into a booby trap. So I hope. So are you saying that McGinnis is the one that set up all the booby traps? 
Ooh. No, but maybe I am now. No, I I'm so. I'm waiting for him to like uncover it and then it's Indiana Jones style down there where you have to get around and like use your marbles. Mm. That's Goonies to like <laughs> you know, fix the booby traps that go woo so you don't get stabbed by a Roman pylum or <laughs> something like that. Yeah. But he can't dig any further. Yeah, he's done. Because stick a fork in the McGinnis Foundation, at least for now. No, stick a knife in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, a bone handled knife. That's a, right. a fancy uh, bone handled knife that he finds. And yeah, he said it was about. potentially from somewhere around 1750 to the 1800s. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's pretty old. Mm -hmm. Like that's Revolutionary War time. Mm -hmm. So that's old. And it just happened to be, you know, right in there by that trapdoor area. Maybe mm -hmm. he, maybe you need to use the knife to like pry open. A little something to get into your trapdoor yeah, area, but, doubtful, but yeah, <laughs> based off of the permits they have now, in order for them to dig any further, they have to prove that there's something there to dig mm -hmm. in order to make that happen. Well, something that could help with that mm -hmm. is that this uh, this knife that they found mm -hmm. was older than any artifact he expected to find. Mm -hmm. He seemed so very helped. excited. Yeah. Well, he said he was very excited. Yeah. Well, that's an excited Laird. That, he wasn't like jumping up and down, but that was an excited Laird. Yeah, that was an excited Laird because he found a trapdoor and a knife. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't think there would actually be any artifacts left over in the McGinnis Foundation. But I guess when you go to move, you always leave something behind. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of the whole episode. Yeah. and But branching off of that mm -hmm. real quick... We for the next time on, yeah, we see GPR guys come back. Yeah, did you get the yeah? Clip? Um, I want to talk about it real quick before oh, I okay. do that, though. Go ahead. Um, and we see the GPR guys come back, and I'm wondering if that is so that they can GPR over that area in which they think there's a trapdoor, mm -hmm. and then if they do that. Maybe that'll be the evidence to allow them to dig further. Yeah, I mean, that's probably why they're there. That would be very my good guess. point. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, we did pull the audio from the next time on, so we yeah. could all listen to it together and have a little chatteroonie. Yeah, because we thought maybe we should do it this way. And uh, I don't know, this might be a new thing we do. So, yeah, hit the okay. button and let's see, if, let's see what it says. Next time on The Curse of Oak Island. Now we've got the largest can possible. So it's a little bit bigger this year. Yeah, much bigger. Wow. The cores show high lead mercury at the base. The eye was excavated to extract clay. We have two anomalies here. It's like treasure chest anomaly. We got five different experts saying this is man-made. Wow. We're going to start slamming cans. It's time to dig. There we go. Does this one come with a guarantee? Oh, 100% treasure guarantee. Yep. Okay. <laughs> 100% treasure guarantee. You heard it from her lips. Yep. She's going to make it happen, I guess. Go, Vanessa. <laughs> yeah. So lots to unpack there, but let's try to do it quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so ROC arrived with the eight-foot caissons, eight-foot hammer grab, and the big old oscillator. Wow. So this we got huge. some digging in the money pit next week. That's exciting. Digging and hammer grabbing. Mm-hmm. And then we have Dr. Spooner in the swamp saying that the eye was excavated to extract clay. That's a really Whoa. interesting idea. 
well, maybe it was the Aztecs after all. They're the ones that uh, supposedly were so invested or they they uh, thought that this clay was more valuable than gold, apparently, right? So, well, if it depends on what you're using said item for as to the value of it. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting, though. Things are worth what people will pay for it. It's cool that Dr. Spooner is just there in, you know. He has some really unique knowledge to bring. Yeah. It's it's cool that they're really focusing on this area and getting some like answers, basically. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. So the GPR surveyors tell Doug and Lair that they found two anomalies, and they look like treasure chests, right? Yes. And no, my favorite part of that the treasure chest part. Yeah, sounded like Laird. And then they shoot over to Charles. Yeah, Charles's face is like his face is like oh, and he does this exact shifty eye like oh my gosh <laughs> like oh man that feels like a gif coming yeah right right down the pipeline it was amazing he mm -hmm. was shocked um yeah anytime you hear treasure chest anomaly yeah it's good what? stuff um Marty said that they have five experts that say something is man-made then something's man-made you know he's saying they're talking about the swamp obviously mm -hmm. you know they got all these people like yeah i mean they're getting some they're getting some concrete answers and they're not done with that swamp not by a long shot mm -mm. i'm ex i'm expecting lots of big stuff next year oh yeah i yeah mm -hmm. i know a lot of people are worried that there's not going to be a next season but to me it feels like there's so much going on i'd be shocked if there wasn't yep like we're just getting down to the bottom of things. There mm -hmm. is not enough episodes left to be able to share all that. Yep. Yeah. Well, and then you got your friend, Vanessa. What's she, My friend. What, what's she have to say? <laughs> well, your buddy's with her, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I think she's awesome. Mm -hmm. And she's one of my heroes. And she's out there kicking butt, taking names, ready to slam some can. Mm -hmm. And she has a 100% treasure guarantee. Yep. I mean, you can't ask for more than that. So thank ask, you, Vanessa. Yeah. Oak Island solved next week. Oak Island solved next week. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon. Yeah. So they, it looks like they're all standing together about to flip the switch to get the oscillator to start moving. Mm -hmm. And it looks like her and Dave are pressing the button together. Yep. That was yep. pretty cool. That was really cool. So yeah, that's the episode. Wow. Good stuff, huh? That's Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah. I had a good time. It was really good. So before we get to the clockworthy moment, okay. Uh, I just want to say real quick that there is a there was an announcement that was not hyped whatsoever. Nobody knew it was coming as far as we know. Mm -hmm. But there's a new series coming. Yes. April 28th mm -hmm. called Beyond Oak Island. Yes. Starring Rick and L Marty Lagina. That is so exciting. Whoa. Yes. So to me, what when they were explaining, like they they're showing Rick and Marty in the war room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randall Sullivan's actually sitting across from them yep. chatting about who knows what, but it's about them looking for different treasures mm -hmm. or at least exploring different treasure hunts, treasure legends, whatever mm -hmm. uh, from the war room. And I don't know if they go out and look for these things or if they have proxies go and do so, mm -hmm. but kind of like, like expedition unknown. Yeah. It looked a lot like expedition unknown or like uh, what, Shatner is doing how he's more like a host and mm -hmm. sharing these things. I was thinking about because uh, we saw a glimpse of them diving, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, one one had like the pyramids in it, yep. so it's not it's like not on Oak Island, it's beyond Oak Island. Yeah. So obviously <laughs> they're interested in different treasure hunts and mysteries and 
these ancient things, but uh, they used to work with John Chatterton mm -hmm. a lot, and he did the 10x diving. He does uh, lots of like shipwreck dives, shipwreck right? treasure stuff. I tight tight spaces. Yeah, I have one of his books. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, one about someone that was working with him. Oh, okay. Um, and then if there's him. You know, we also know Gary does treasure hunting. I think Gary's big in the treasure. Hunting. Yeah, I have no doubt they've come across plenty of people with their hands in all kinds of mysteries and mm -hmm. legends and treasure stuff. I, I know somebody else that's really into hunting for treasure. Us. Hey, Rick, Marty, you need some treasures to go after? We're yes. here. We're available. Just we saying. would love to chat with you We're about just armchair treasure hunts. We're too, available. Yeah. Because then it gets the fans involved mm -hmm. we're working on our own anyway yes <laughs> the two of us we're in just call us okay yep just give me a ring yeah so um anyway beyond oak island i'm excited for it i'm we'll, we'll be podcasting about it oh yes heck yeah we will we're gonna keep this going you know that might be the last episode of the season mm -hmm. like uh before uh beyond oak island begins mm -hmm. because it's on a tuesday it's at 10 p.m. directly after the Curse of Oak Island. Which makes sense. And that could be the final episode of the season. Or, you know, we could get a couple more and just have uh, Beyond Oak Island be, you know, attached to mm -hmm. uh, the Curse of Oak Island. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're expecting to con continue as long as uh, Beyond Oak Island goes. We'll continue doing uh, podcasts about that. Yep. Any other podcasts in our future? What? Do we have any other podcasts that... Uh, aren't just these recaps coming up soon. Well, we're working on some of our boots and armchairs oh stuff. Is that what you're talking nope, about? No, I'm talking about uh, what the, our Patreon people have oh, got the goal Oh, I thought of, you finally. were talking about like another podcast like show. I was like, well, we just said we were going to do this one. I'm talking don't about... Don't try to lead things that I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my about. gosh. Well, you should know what we're talking about. Because we talked, to, I talked to you about it right before we went okay, on. Okay, let's not argue about it and let's just tell them. Okay, so Oak Island watch alongs coming yes. this week. Yes. And uh, so thank you to our patrons. Um, they have, uh, we had a goal, we've hit yes. the goal. And so now we're going to do our watch alongs where we're going to basically press play on um, season one, episode one of The Curse of Oak Island. You won't be able to hear it, but you'll be hearing our commentary throughout the whole episode. And mm -hmm. then we will do a separate episode following it up with a recap of that episode. So yes. we've got lots of stuff coming. We hope um, that this time during when we're supposed to be self-isolating from the mm -hmm. world, that we can uh, do something to make the time pass a little bit and bring a little enjoyment to you. Exactly. So the goal would be that you push play the same time we do. So it's almost like we're all having a little conversation. We're having a chat together. We're having fun together. And we're watching Oak Island together. Mm -hmm. What's better we'll than do that? A recap. Yeah, what, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. So you guys will love it. We'll love it. Everybody will love it. Do we have clot worthies? Yes, we do. Okay, so let's talk about last week's winner. You ready? I'm ready. A possible tunnel at a depth of some 60 feet and located in the uplands just south of the nearby cave-in pit? Yes. The tunnels won. The people picked my favorite. I know. Uh -huh. Well, it, that's a it. It has literally everything I could hope for in a clotworthy moment. So, 
thanks to everybody that voted. And uh, we have a brand new contender, two contenders for this week's clot worthy moment, right? Yep. Okay. So let's hear them. First one. Mm-hmm. Mercury found on a lead artifact in the money pit area. I mean, we talked a lot about Mercury, so Mercury. it seems very fitting. He's not talking about the planet, right? No, but we could debate that. I mean, he does narrate ancient aliens. <laughs> he does. Maybe there's ancient aliens on Mercury. Who knows? Maybe. Doubtful. I no. It's too hot there. All right. Too hot. Okay. Next. Next. A trap door, possibly leading to a secret basement beneath the McGinnis Foundation. Wow, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Mercury. Well, so a planet is going against a trapdoor. That hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> going to be a tough week. You know, I think it's that's probably an easy one. I think that's going to be a landslide. I don't know. Every time I think it's going to be a landslide. Like they didn't hey. pick my tree stump. Yeah. Oh well. Th- these were good choices, and if you guys want to help us out and vote on the this week's clotworthy moment, yes. th- go to. Uh, our Facebook page. That's www.facebook.com slash Oak Island podcast. There will be a post there with pictures and you could pick one or the other to vote for this week's clot worthy moment. Oh, www. And where else can they do it? They can also do it on Twitter. You mm-hmm. can just find us at our handle, which is at Oak Island pod. Yep. And there'll be places, there'll be a poll on each of those. Click on the one you like vote for the clot worthy moment. Yes. And then other ways you can get a hold of us, maybe not to vote if you want to connect. Our Instagram handle is at Oak Island Podcast. Mm-hmm. So find you us can, there. You can email us, and that's at Oak Island Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. And then also we have a website. Yep. Contact us through there. www.oakislandpodcast.com. Yep. There's a theme. Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can listen to episodes on there. You can uh, subscribe through whatever your favorite app is so that you can find us directly. Trying yep. to get all of our stuff all in one place. Hey, we're also on YouTube. Yes, we YouTube. are. YouTube.com slash Podcast. Yep. Hey, something that I wanted to throw out there. If you need a smile on your face during these crazy times, uh, go to YouTube or go to our Facebook page, find our videos that we made, um, with the whole Oak Island crew. Yeah. Um, Deidre had just completed an awesome one about, uh, what the, what, what, how would you explain it? It's like, uh, it's like opening credits for the curse of Oak Island, like an alternate mm-hmm. opening credits, a and, very long opening. Credits. Yeah. So she made one that is, uh, friends themed. friends themed, like, uh, you know, like the TV show friends. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's really fun. And then last year, uh, we made one that was full house themed. Mm-hmm. So good stuff. Give you a smile on your face. If, uh, the world's got you down or whatever. So, uh, just want to throw that out there. Yep. You can also, uh, those are both on our website as well. If oh, you have any you hard times finding us on the YouTube. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Is there anything else that we have this week? I don't think so. Okay. All right. Well, until next time, could it be? We all want easy answers. There's no not too worry. many easy answers on this Island. No, but those answers will wait for the morrow. That's right.